episode number 16. Mom decision-making questions and we're talking about that in just a few minutes. Hello everyone! How are you? How have you all been? I'm recording this a few days away from ending April. And just like that, we're ending the month and we're almost opening a new month. Mother's Month, May. Aren't you excited about that? I am. So we're so excited because for me, so many things are happening for us. Of course, it's celebrate. It's a celebration of motherhood. When we celebrate Mother's Day on uh, May 12th, that's a Sunday, we'll be announcing um, an upcoming event in partnership with a mall. And then for May 25, that's going to be our first ever mom conference. It's called Full and Filled. And if you hadn't, haven't had the chance to sign up or secure your spot, now is the best, best time to do so. You can still sign up because we have a few more seats left. And this podcast episode is, again, somehow related to the topics that will be discussed. Um, a glimpse, yeah, a glimpse to be exact of what's going to be happening and what's going to be discussed in the upcoming mom conference. So, yeah, if you haven't had the chance to sign up, please head over to our website. That's mamacademyph.com and see for yourself what's in store for you, the details and all the topics that will be discussed and then know it's going to be an afternoon of discussion, sharing stories, meeting new mom friends, getting to know other moms who may be in the same boat as we are and just, you know, getting some mom personal time, mom slash, well, not slash, but mom personal slash learning time for us because like what we always say, we cannot pour from an empty cup. So see you then and we hope that we will be able to learn with and along with you all. Going back to our topic for this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about decision making for moms. And not just anything about decision making, but specifically questions that you might want to consider before jumping into decisions or any, yeah, decisions, yeah. Um, well... You know, in the life of a mom, in the role that we play, it, I don't know, I, well, I bet you'd agree with me, but motherhood entails, really entails so much decisions to make. Do you get that feeling like in a day, it feels like we make a ton of decisions for ourselves, for the family, household affairs, work, business, kids' school, activities of the family, and maybe our extended families, we, we make so much decisions for ourselves and for, for the many things that we are concerned with in a day. So imagine, imagine na lang if you're a mom and you're, are, you're, you're juggling a lot of roles and hats all at once. You At one point in your life, you get to feel like, hey, I'm so much bombarded with a lot of decisions to make. Um, like when you wake up in the morning, you decide what to cook, when to take the kids for an outdoor play, mga decision points, when to do the laundry, what do you do for summer activities, if you're homeschooling, what kind of lessons will you be, will you, you know, deal, dealing with for today, and many more. So, practically, you know, we are, we are a decision-making, ano ba? Our role really entails huge, huge decision-making. And 
if you try to think about it, most of the decisions that we make impact our loved ones. So for example, for a day, for, for one day, I decided to sleep in. Imagine, uh, for example, I, I, I decided to sleep in and not cook breakfast or maybe cook breakfast for a later time. Imagine what's going to be the impact for my, for example, for, for my toddler. When she wakes up, she wouldn't have a breakfast to eat. Or maybe if she knows how to cook already, the, the whole kitchen would be a lot mess. And so in short, we cannot afford to be making decisions just like that and not thinking through them really carefully, as in really, really thoroughly. So today, what I will be sharing with you are three questions that may help you tackle the decisions in your life more straight to the point in finding the roadmap for your decision points. Maybe sometimes um, we are in a crossroad. We don't know which decision or which which um, yeah, which which decisions to make. Is it a yes or a no or a maybe? But for these questions that I'm going to be throwing out to you, these are questions that I really ask myself um, whenever I am in a decision crossroad that actually helps me make the decision-making faster, more efficient, and more straight to the point, more objectively. Again, this is not an exhaustive list. Some questions might work for you, some may not. But you know, at the end of the day, feel free to tweak and custom fit according to what would work well for you as a mother and what would fit well with your own family. Okay. So yeah, let's move on to the question. Are you excited? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, me, me. I'm so excited. Anyway, question number one. Well, why am I excited? Because I realized when I'm making um, my, you know, when I'm putting together all the details for this podcast episode, I realized this is really something that you know, I've been practicing for um, for a long time already. Not because I'm already a perfect mom. I'm really far from that. But, you know, I also learned this from a mentor and from, from, from where we are in terms of our spiritual walk. And so I'm excited because I'd be sharing this to you. And I know that at the end of the day, at the end of this whole podcast episode it's gonna be an eye-opener maybe for not all of you but for some of you hopefully and prayerfully it's gonna be an eye-opener for us that you know although we are bombarded with a lot a lot of decisions there are things in our life that we can go back to and we can consider and that would point us back to the reality that hey this decision is what you're supposed to do because this is the right one and this is what makes better sense so anyway Moving on to question number one, or the first question that you need to ask yourself when you are in between a decision-making crossroad, ask yourself, is it something that I or slash or slash we can? Maybe you can ask yourself, is it something that we can afford if you are thinking of buying something? Is it something that we can do? Is it something that we can sustain or continue to do? Is it something that we can defend maybe to to your children, to your families, to your parents, or to have to who, to whoever? Or is it something that we can be proud of? You just fill in the blank. Is it something that I slash we can? Maybe I, yourself, and we, you, you, both you and your husband. Okay, you can just fill in the next blank. We, I slash we can blank. 
you know, recently someone invited our family for an out of town trip. And to be honest, it's really something that we really want to do, especially that it's summer, mainit. Um, you know the drill, right? So when you get invited, you get so excited, especially for an out-of-town trip with friends and, you know, people that you're really comfortable with. But I had to ask myself these questions. First, is it something that we can afford? And that's a practical question. That's a practical question, right? That we all need to ask ourselves. Um, maybe you're you're making a purchase or you're planning on um, getting yourselves in, into a loan or maybe you want to go on a trip. Is it something that we can afford? And to be honest, we are in between in our season and our in our parenting life and our married life when we are praying to uh, build our own house. And so we really try to consider our finances right at this time. Yes, we can afford it. We can force it in, but it would definitely make a huge slash in our budget. We're not, you know, let's be honest here. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt the pocket, diba? So, okay, that's one question. Um, is it the, the the next question that we had to ask ourselves? Is it something that we can commit to? Okay, it's summer, yes, justifiable na mag, mag out of town, mag um, go on, go to go to the beach. Uh, but is it but is it something that we can commit to? And initially, um, when we try to remember, no, we, when we try to remember this decision making part, we ask ourselves, what do we have in line for the coming weeks and for the coming days? And so we remember that we were supposed to do a major chore at home because nga in in relation to the um, construction that we are praying to to start. Um, and it's really important that we we get that chore done very, very soon. And going on a trip will just mean delaying it further. So we said, okay, maybe not yet. And third question that we had to ask ourselves is, is it something that we can make time for? Um, you know, working on the details for the construction, putting things together, cleaning up things for all the transferings and all that stuff is really time-consuming. So we said, maybe this is not the right season for us to say yes to that trip yet. So again, we went back uh, We went back to the first question. Is it something that I slash we can? And apparently and honestly, the answers to these questions were all a no, not yet. Well, not no, no, definitely, but not yet. And so we had to give it a pass so we can prioritize other things that are important too. So again, if you are in the midst of a, of a decision-making crossroad, you just have to ask yourself, first question, is it something that I slash we can blank? I don't know if it's a huge purchase or whatever you have in mind. Just you know, fill in the blank and ask yourself, is it something that I slash we can Second question, is it something both my husband and I decided to do? Is it something both my husband and I decided to do? Well, yes, for trivial things like what to cook, when to give kids a bath, you don't exactly need to consult that, right? And you you don't need each other to decide on that. You don't need your husband to decide on it. But take talking about the major ones and more impactful decisions in your family life, in your marriage, well, that you really have to take time to talk it out or talk it through and weigh things accordingly. Um, going back and using the example of the trip that I told you earlier, 
of course, syempre, it excites me that we are going on a trip as a family. And, you know, when you have a little kid, it's very... Um, you want to be as adventurous as you can because you want to be able to introduce um, so many things to your child. You want them to get the feel and to get to experience a lot of things like while they are still young and while, while you are still able and young as, as a parent. And so that really excites me. Trips like that really, really excite me. Um, but you know, as soon as that friend of mine asked us if we can go on a trip with them, you know, my in my my first and initial response was that wait, I need I can't decide right at this time yet. I can't decide for the family. I have to ask my husband. And as a rule of thumb, for my husband and I, if it's a decision that we think would impact our family, our marriage, or parenting, or you know anything that's uh, that's impacting for the family, I need to seek his or my husband's say or decision first. I cannot just decide on things right on the spot. I know uh, there are there have been so many times that I did that. I tried to decide. Um, I tried to decide for the family. But at the end of the day, you know, it just didn't um, work out well because maybe I decided um, I decided on something and then it would conflict on my husband's schedule or maybe it's something that he he uh, would, you know, something that he would not agree with me on. So, you know, these things, I, I learned my lesson very well. Natuto na ako. So, I have to always ask him before I make a decision. So, yeah, so when I got asked about the trip, my initial response was, wait lang, I think I need to ask my husband about it. And whether it's about money, expenses, kids' education, or whether you need to go out or you want to go out with friends. Um, of course, going out with your friends and going on a personal time would impact your family, especially if you don't have a household help. You need to be asking these things, no? um, consulting these things with your husband. You know, granting that you have a husband, no, that you are married. But if not, you know, maybe you can consult these things with um, someone that you that you know that you know would would be affected with your decision. Maybe it's your parents taking care of your child, or maybe it's a loved one who lives with you. So maybe you can ask them them these questions before you jump right into a decision. But going back, if you're if you're married, um, you know I learned this from a mentor that um, of course we want to be able to support our husbands in their leadership role in the family, and so for our husbands to step up in their leadership role in the family, we need to let them know that more than anyone else, we regard their decisions very importantly, as in we. We regard their decisions very highly, very importantly. Not that you know, not we're not talking about um, them being. You know what I'm talking about? Yung yung inequality that you, them being the 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 more superior person in the marriage. I'm not talking about that. That's um, but what I'm talking about is you seeking their or consulting them with the decisions that you make in the family, right? And so consulting them for decisions that you make, especially for things that are relevant or highly impacting for the family, really encourages them to step up in their game as leaders. So for example, um, there was one scenario in our family when 
uh, it's a it's a decision that we had to make. But I knew in my heart that I already have the answer for it. I know what's a I know in my heart that I already know what's a good decision, or what's a good course of action to take. But because I want to, because I but because I want my husband to feel that I regard his decision and his leader, leadership in the family very importantly. I had to um, I had to well control myself. Yeah, I had to control myself from jumping into a decision. And ask him first and say, what do you think about this? Is it something that you would agree with me on this certain matter? And so that, that in itself is, a, is an expression that we consider them in the decisions that we make. We regard their leadership very importantly in the family. And that we want them to step up in their game as leaders of our family. So number two, question number two is if you are in the midst of a decision-making crossroad, you ask yourself, is it something that both my husband and I decided to do? If not, then maybe it's a, it's, a, it's a perfect timing for you to talk to your husband and really take the time to ask him, you know, is this, is this something that is workable with you? Because at the end of the day, as, as a married couple, you are both team members in you are the, the both of you are key players in your team and so you have to be able to be on the same page as your husband you cannot be you cannot go out there in the battlefield with just you agreeing to your own battle plan you have to be on board for for your family's battle plan yeah so that's question number 2 Question number three and the last question. It's keeping it, we're keeping it very sweet with three questions so that you still remember it after this podcast episode. Question number three is, is it something honoring and pleasing to God? You know, as someone who believes in the Lord, for anything and everything that I have to decide, I try. Yes, I try because I'm not perfect naman, honestly. I try to pray for it, seek counsel, Ask mentors, ask my husband if it's something that God would want me to pursue and if it would bring honor to his name. Because if not, then there's really no point in doing it. Why would I waste time, my resources, my energy in doing things that are not pleasing and honoring to the Lord? So at the end of the day, if I'm in the midst of a crossroad, the third question that I ask myself, is it really something that's honoring to the Lord? Well, actually, this is not in any... Um, strict order you can try to you know play with the questions um, sometimes there are scenarios in my life that I ask this question first and foremost is it something that's honoring and pleasing to God and then when the question is no then I don't think there's any point um, there's any point in in um, thinking through this question thinking through these questions too much because I know the answer already but the question is, how do you know if it's honoring and pleasing to God? So that's a, that's a, that's actually um, one of the questions that I I tried to seek answers to or for. English <laughs> Anyway, I tried to seek answers for um, way way before. And so one of the things that I was taught with by my mentors and um, through the learnings that I had from our church is that. Free, one of the one of the most concrete things 
that you can find out God's will for your life or whether if it's according to His will or not is through the Bible. You know, God's word does not negate His command. He does not in any way negate His command. And He He is very clear in His commands in His in our well, He's very clear in His commands for our lives in the Bible. And What's the only the only way for us to learn about it is to read the Bible very intentionally. And so now that I'm already an adult and I realize that it's really something that I cannot live without, I try to read the Bible every day, whether it's just one chapter or a few chapters more, because I know exactly that this is where I would um I would get the right direction for the decisions that I make in my life. So whether it's about business, you know, the Bible is very practical, whether it's about business, dealing with your husband, more more importantly about respect. So, well, recently, my husband and I, I had a, um, had a, not so little, but we had a misunderstanding. And one of the things that I'm reminded it is that um, to honor him and to respect him as a helpmate, as a wife, as a as a yeah, as a helpmate, as a wife, and so you know, having having these things in mind, I'm reminded that you know I'm not supposed to be, um, I am not supposed to, I'm not I'm not in any way supposed to disrespect him, or you know, keep my pride too high and refuse to ask for forgiveness, and so I also had to humbly ask for his forgiveness and you know long story short um we we were we well we had to settle it um we were able to settle it good thing that's the best thing about it we were able to settle it but what i mean is that without the bible and without being reminded of of those things i don't think you know i i think it would take us longer time to patch things up and reconcile because now you know as humans we are so much prideful we have so many things in our hearts that are not pleasing to the lord um and only by god's grace that we are able to you know humbly accept it and live our lives um under his grace of course so yeah so Again, if you are in the midst of a decision-making crossroad, you ask yourself this question, is it something honoring and pleasing to God? Um, for mothers like us, no, it's, it's, it's something that we really need to be intentional about. Praying, especially if, if the decision-making part concerns a lot about our family and our loved ones. Um, especially with your children, need to be really intentional in you know praying to god this is the right thing to decide on when i first heard about homeschooling i wasn't so much keen in in doing it and so i really had to pray and ask the lord lord is it something that you want me to pursue because i'm such a believer of traditional schooling well, not about traditional traditional but i'm such a i'm such a fan of you know sending your your kids to school 
um, I'm all for that. But um, there is a reason why God introduced us to homeschooling. And so I had to pray and I had to ask I had to ask the Lord in prayer, is it something that you really want me to pursue? And um, and in my prayer and in his faithfulness, he gave me a straight answer naman that, you know, there's a reason why I'm not able to go back to work, to corporate work right at this time because he would want me to focus. Well, my husband specifically, his decision for us is um, to homeschool our child. Or maybe if we have a few more children in the coming years, and yeah, our children. But for now, our direction talaga for the family, his direction for the family is to homeschool our child. And that I have to respect and honor as a wife. And so, you know, things like that, decisions like that, you really have to be intentional in praying and taking the time to pray to the Lord and asking, is it the right decision to make? Okay, is it honoring to the Lord? Is it, something that's pleasing to him and i don't see anything any anything wrong why i don't have to homeschool my child and after all i believe that mothers like us are the best um yeah i think we are the best teachers for our children because we are the first in fact we are the first teachers and we are the best teachers for our children because we know them very well Right? We know their temperaments, we know their preferences, we know their skills, their talents. And so we are the perfect ones to you know, teach them things. So yeah, three questions. Don't forget, first question is that if you are in the midst of a decision-making crossroad, is it something that I slash we can fill in the blacks? Maybe is it something that we can pay? Is it something that we can... Um, is it something that we can sustain? Is it something that we could do? Is it something that we can afford? Things like that. Second question, is it something that both my husband and I decided to do? Again, do not, do not try to single out your husband in the decision-making process. It's, al- it's always, and I highly recommend that you always have to sit down before a major decision for your family and talk things, talk things through because at the end of the day you are both partners in this game called marriage you are partners and third question is that is it something that's honoring and pleasing to god at the end of the day we live our lives we want we want to be able to live our lives um that's honoring and pleasing to the lord and so it's a question that we need to be asking ourselves is it is it is this course of action or is this decision honoring and pleasing to the Lord? And if it's not, if it's something that the Bible is straightforward in saying that's not according to God's will in life, then I don't think there's any point for you in doing that and spending your time, resources, and energy in doing it. Yeah. So three questions that I highly recommend that you consider and ask yourself. Maybe you have ten questions in your list. I don't. I don't know. Or maybe you have you just have one question. But you know, at the end of the day, you can take time to think through these questions and really ask yourselves. Wait, lang. I'm gonna have to ask myself these questions before I jump into a decision. And before you know it, if you have the answers to these questions and you make you you you'd be able to make decisions more comfortably and confidently yeah so i hope these questions will help you in the way that you decide things on at home in the workplace business relationships but above all my prayer is that all of us will make decisions that will be honoring and 
pleasing to God, and not just that, inspiring also for our loved ones. You know, decision-making is not easy, and so if you want to learn more about this topic, this is your perfect chance, again, with the plugging, to sign up for our first-ever mom conference called Full and Filled, and that's gonna happen on May 25th, 2019. That's a Saturday, 1 p.m. at Brookwith in Bonifacio Global City. Because, as we always say, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So if you are a mother, whether you are a seasoned mother, a first-time mother, a working mother, or a mom-to-be, and you're still praying to be a mom in the future, in the coming years, you know, drop all the labels that you can think of. Come, come as you are, and everyone's welcome to attend. This is our um, this is our way of celebrating Mother's Day. Well, not we're not doing it exactly on Mother's Day, but this is our way of celebrating our season as mothers, our God-given season as mothers. So together, let's meet all on May twenty-fifth, and let's all learn how we can be more full and filled in our season as mothers. And Yes, slots are filling up, so don't forget to visit our website and head over to mamacademyph.com for details and registration. We hope to meet you there, moms, and thank you everyone for tuning to this podcast episode. We hope that you have an amazing learning, and God bless you.